If you're a compliance professional, then Compliance Man Chooses the Target is here to help you figure out what to focus on and how within your organization. Join your host, Tim Kazanov Bataroff, the Compliance Man, for three minutes of condensed compliance awesomeness. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I am back again with Tim Kazanov Bataroff for his Compliance Man Chooses the Target series. Tim, you're going to explore communication services. Could you tell us about that? Yes, Tom. My goal is to highlight matters that should be on the agenda of practitioners that deploy compliance programs in industries or countries of active FCP enforcement. In the next three minutes or so, I will target three specific matters that you might like to address in the course of implementation of your compliance program. Today, we'll focus on communication services. Our target number one would be permissions and permits. Should a telecom company start operations at a high-risk market, in many cases it will face necessity to obtain various permissions. It may start from issuance a governmental decree on preferential tax regime for your company to obtaining work permits to experts. Considering the fact that emerging markets traditionally pose high FCP risk, you probably might decide to look attentively on all processes related to issuance of the governmental permits in these jurisdictions. Our target number two is called underdeveloped judicial system. No matter whether you need to get customs clearance for imported base stations, get conformity certificates for the equipment, or build new office, you depend on local agencies. One of the biggest problems is that the judicial system in majority of emerging markets often are not developed, so investors are becoming hostages, so to say, of the corrupted local bureaucrats. Chances to win a court case against state bodies for non-issuance and permit or suddenly increased corporate tax could be limited due to many circumstances and may vary from country to country. Very likely that you will spend a lot of money to pay your lawyers with low chances to win a court case. My recommendation would be to avoid court cases against state authorities, but to use a scenario-based approach for key business processes that has governmental elements as part of the proactive rather than reactive response risk management. Our target number three is participation in business associations. Participation in activities of business associations is a standard practice for businesses which operate in the Western markets. Such communities have a voice and power to advocate interests of their members. The situation might be different if you go to many emerging nations. You might find to uh, you may want to find out which association or chamber of commerce has a reputation at any particular market for development of compliance practices. Consequently, if you choose the right one, the chances to jointly advocate anti-corruption initiatives, defend members, or lobby anti-bribery laws are much higher. In many countries, ethics movement is led by companies from the communication services industry, often after FCPA cases. As a bonus for active participation in promotion business ethics as part of the bigger community, your company might get a strong reputation of a transport organization, which has no tolerance to corruption in the eyes of the governmental officials and the society. The latter effect might significantly mitigate the corruption pressure on your business. Join me for the next episode of Compliance Man Chooses a Target with Tim Casano-Batiro. Learn more compliance tips from me at compliance.ostssr.com. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Compliance Man Chooses the Target. Help us get the word out by rating and leaving a review.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.